So I guess I'm starting this then? I would guess so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately like, did we already lose signal? <laughs> still still rusty after all these years, and still without Creel. Episode 52 of Cold Dog Soup presents That's Disgusting. One of these Hankins, how are you? I'm tired and sad and beat up and all that stuff. We'll talk about that on the next go <laughs> Right now, okay, okay. I just got my feet up. Um, my tooth yeah? in the sand, got a bucket uh-huh. of cold land sharks beside me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm just, you know, I feel like He's... right now the stars have fallen on Alabama. You sound like a real parrot head I right mean, now. I mean, I just feel like there's fruitcakes in the kitchen, fruitcakes on the street. <laughs> Walk naked to the crosswalk. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you know. Fence to the left of me, Sean Majors, that's all I got. Only oh, man. town, baby. <laughs> We, we discussed this on a recent episode of Throw the Flag, how only you could get me unironically to listen to Jimmy Buffett again. I don't know why anybody would struggle with that decision, man. What are we doing here, guys? I'm telling you, Boat Drinks is going to be one of my top five most listened to songs this year when Spotify decides to tell me that. <laughs> um, Boat so, Drinks! Like, I don't... So I'll tell my like Jimmy Buffett story, I guess first. Um, I didn't understand that it was. The, How has Jimmy Buffett touched you, Matt? With his wonderful, wonderful take on uh, a Mexican style American beer, um, mm-hmm. his excellent cuisine at both Margaritaville and Cheeseburger in Paradise. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just since so, there, there was something I really did like at the Cheeseburger in Paradise. I cannot remember what it was right now. But at any rate, um, I didn't. Jimmy Buffett's a gourmand. <laughs> I didn't realize He's there a was businessman. a stigma to to Jimmy Buffett. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I had no clue because I came in so late in the game. I had, you know, none of the backstory. I mean, I had heard Margaritaville, of course. I was a human who had ears, so I'd heard <laughs> it. Uh-huh. Um, but I remember, you know, when I first started getting into. Anything that wasn't rap music, um, this you know. So it started with Skinner and then went to Dylan and da 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 da. And one thing Jason would always play. Jason being who will be referred to henceforth as Hoss, um, who was the cousin <laughs> who kind of was the bridge between um, my musical interest. Um, as they said on the Kids in the Hall once, once you learn the bar chord, the mule musical world is your oyster. So that was that was kind of what that was. Is my uncle leaves a Leonard Skinner disc in my CD player, and then Jason's hanging out. We're listening to Dylan, and so things change a lot from that point in my life. But at any rate, he played "Come Monday" all the fucking time. Oh, it's a good song. And so that is my first introduction into like what Jimmy Buffett really was. I'm like, oh yeah, this shit is dope. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, he wrote the hell out of that song. Um, it's a good I put Come Monday on so many mixed CDs. Yeah, for absolutely, because it's going to get the job done. Um, so <laughs> I didn't have a clue. I mean, yeah, I understood that Cheeseburger in Paradise is a goofy little song, but my God, everybody's got it. Fucking Bob Dylan's got a song called Froggy Wanna Courtin'. 
He's also got uh, Here Comes Santa. A, a whole fucking Christmas record. Um, Tom Petty has the zombie zoo. The Beatles mm. are mostly just goofy songs. Um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know that there was sort of like, oh, Parrothead, until much later in the game. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was, I think it was, um, like I went on a senior beach trip with seven or eight friends <clears throat> from high school. And we, one of them was a guy named Adam, uh, who lo- un- unabashedly, unashamedly loved Jimmy Buffett. And, you know, you're at the beach, you're, you're drinking, and you're, you're having a good time, and Jimmy Buffett is just constantly played, and eventually you just give in. You just give in to it. But that was, it was always a novelty to me. And I, and I just kind of stopped thinking about him. I stopped thinking about his music and just always dismissed him as a novelty. But man, yeah, guy can cut some good songs. I mean, Boat Drinks is a novelty song. It's also it's fucking fantastic. Fucking great. And it, it, and it also, like the thing about that Buffett d- never gets credit for is his ability to capture um, very uh, essentially mundane emotions and make them yeah. very grand. The need for it's a twenty degrees burger when, you're on a di- when you're on a, a diet. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's I know that's stupid, but he ain't he ain't wrong. Um, and yeah, <laughs> when the visitors score on the home rink, some shit's out of whack, man. <laughs> um, I think my favorite is the "I should be leaving this climate." I got a verse, but can't rhyme it. I must have sang that in my solid two hundred times last week. And, and oh, I thought, fantastic. I mean, I just thought about that verse a lot. But you did just rhyme it, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love at any time. There's, I love little moments in songs that just seem to appeal to me. And, and I'm not going to get us off topic. I promise. Yet I will later. I'm not going to write yet. Sure. Um, but there's a, there's a centromatic line where Will just says, you know, he says whatever he says in the chorus and then says, oh, but then again. And I'm like, well, shit, that's just brilliant. Like, I could have, instead of writing the thing that I wanted to write, I wrote this other thing I was kind of thinking and then thought, well, maybe I don't like that as much. So I'll just say then again and I'll use a different lyric in this place, which is, you know, yeah. a similar vein of I got a verse but can't rhyme it, which is writing about not being able to rhyme something as you're actually doing it. <laughs> you know, I think... Uh I think Sean Majors, a young Sean Shawnee baby, used a line like that in a in a early episode of Cold Dog Soup. <laughs> I'm sure it was met with the same warmth and uh, ex- uh, appreciation that that line was. Oh yeah, of course. Um, speaking of just say uh, walking around singing lyrics from this song last week, uh, for me it was I shot six holes in my fever. I think I got cabin because fever. It's very real for you. I was just walking around singing that. <laughs> Over and over and over and over again. Yes, that's a good. And I don't like. Again, I didn't. Here's another thing about Jimmy Buffett, um, which makes it weird, especially for me. It is. It is. It is very strange that I like him. A because you know I'm a bit of an asshole when it comes to music, Um, and B, I'm album guy. Yeah, and I don't like a lot of compilations. I certainly don't like best ofs, but I'm album dude. And Jimmy doesn't have. Like I don't, A one A I listen to a lot as a in its own in its as a as a as a whole piece. But outside of that, I can't name you another Jimmy Buffett album that I like. Um, I can, 
I, I don't think I can name any Jimmy Buffett albums. I know the the greatest hits. And that fucking and greatest I know hits, man. That his his greatest hits record packed. is as ubiquitous as. Um, yeah. I'm trying to. There's you know like the Eagles. The Eagles is another one that you just you you know the album cover. It's a greatest hits, but you see it in just about every every large CD exactly. collection. That fucking CD creeps in there. Jimmy Buffett the yeah. same way. It's that yellow background, the red writing. It looks like a Hulk Hogan record. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's that and the uh, beats beaches boats ballads and bars the box the, like set. four the four CD set which I you can't count as an album no. I don't think it I mean it's greatest hits it's a compilation yeah, it's a, it's the big box set um, and I mean a lot of his stuff was live which all of it's fine but there's there are certainly more Jimmy Buffett songs than I haven't heard than I have heard yeah and the nigga called songs you know by heart is that greatest hits record came out in 85 and i'm like this dude that's pretty pretty strong dude pretty strong yeah that's you know that's that's pre fruitcakes that's pre it's five o'clock somewhere with alan jackson um you know he's been apparently he did some shit with zach brown band which means um i'm i haven't heard it (laughs) yes i certainly certainly haven't God damn it! I'm sure he did something with Uncle Cracker at one point. Well, haven't we all? Or Kid Rock, haven't we all? God, um, I found a song called "Abandoned on Tuesday." I don't know what album. I don't know anything about it. It popped up in a a Spotify shuffle them up, and I'm like, again, this is just a this is just a good ass song. It's written well. Um, he he used a lot of a, it's economy of words. He doesn't waste a lot of time. Just gets down in there. I mean, yeah, sometimes you're gonna rhyme about a parrot that can pull a cork out of a bottle of wine. But shit, why wouldn't you? Who want to? Who don't want to hear about that? <laughs> Goddamn Pirates of the Caribbean made billions of dollars. Um, <laughs> I mean, the so he has a list of songs called the Big Eight, which are <clears throat> played basically at every single show, okay, and that's I'm Margaritaville. Very interested to hear this. <laughs> that's not even Margaritaville. On Come Monday, Fins, Volcano, A Pirate Looks at 40, bringing it down with Pirate Looks at 40, Cheeseburger in Paradise, Why Don't We Get Drunk, and Changes in Latitude, Changes in Attitudes. If that was a fucking album. <laughs> Solid. Like, where's, where's, your, where's your downswing? Where's, where's the track that you skip? The volcano? No. Nope. Hell no. I don't know where that volcano's gonna go. I don't know where we're gonna go when the volcano blows. <laughs> Mr. Ugly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I like anything that I can learn something. I, you know, listening to Jimmy Buffett's always a learning experience too. Sure, because his shit is so dripped in the seventies, but it's the seventies yeah. shit that wasn't that popular. Mm-hmm. Like. I had I, I, every eight months I will forget who Boston Blackie is and have to Google it and like go yeah. down this whole fucking thing <laughs> about oh yeah, yeah we, we haven't even talked about pencil thin mustache which is the shit <clears throat> fantastic song I remember being buck too skinny writing fan letters to Scott needs penny I mean who the fuck I don't I don't even know if he's saying Scott needs penny I think that's what he's saying I think it's Sky's Knees. niece. Penny. Oh, I thought it was like <clears throat> I thought it was. There's a person named Sky, and their sibling has a daughter named Penny. Oh, is that what it is? 
I remember being Bucktooth and Skinny writing fan fan letters to guys. I don't know. We're you know what? Let's find we'll out together. It. We're doing you know, it right this now. is a journey. <laughs> We're gonna do it live. I wish Creole was here. Writing fan so letters bad. to Sky's niece Penny. You are one hundred percent correct, oh, Sean. Look Majors. at that. You're on it, baby. You are on it today. Man. But who the fuck is that? I don't know. I don't know. Who's Boston Blackie? See? I t- All right. All right. It is from the television show Sky King, uh, radio and television show Sky King, um, which God is also genius. the name of a very good uh, Chris Christopherson song that is done to the tune of uh, Big Bad John. Um, mm-hmm. And so Sky's niece Penny would have been the character on the show. Mm-hmm. Who was a very, uh, for uh, I'm sure Jimmy Buffett's time, a very pretty little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Gloria he, Winters uh, is the actress who played Penny, Sky's niece. Mm. <laughs> you know. See, again, we also, all learn something here, folks. We, we all learn something. Yeah, I think Fruitcakes was my first, my initial, 1994's Fruitcakes was my... You know, I heard it on 104.3 WZYP in Huntsville, Alabama. And, it and I was like, okay, well, this today. is... That's that's probably skippable. <laughs> I don't know, Sean. I don't know. The live version of Fruitcakes is pretty fucking dope. <laughs> I think I think just at the time the, there was... Mea ju- Koopa, Mea Koopa, Mea Moxie Moxie. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much about the... Uh, about that time where like novelty acts were <clears throat> in the top 40 you had Adam Sandler you had Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> you had Dennis Leary for some reason had a song like in the t- like on the top 40 that every other word was bleeped out and then fruitcakes and it's like what are we doing here guys are we j- like this is just like this is just fu- is this just family fun zone that's how adults responded to Nirvana they got fucking yeah. scared, dude. The world was scary. Um, God damn. But, but you know, you bring up Weird Al. Um, I think of him in the same vein. Like, I don't I don't ironically like Weird Al songs. I think he's a fucking genius. Um, uh, as a I person mean, who I, has dabbled for this podcast and other avenues <laughs> as a parody song creator, it is yeah. very hard let alone making it actually funny. That is damn near impossible. Yes, making yes. it even making it anything less than douche chill inspiring is difficult. <laughs> and I'm here to, I don't know how funny I, Weird Al is. Nigga, I'm like, here to tell you right now. If you don't legitimately <laughs> laugh at Amish Paradise, you're just living life the wrong way. It's just a well written song. I think oh yeah, for sure. The thing is I think that his ability to basically like he is his own genre. Like anybody who has tried to enter into that genre has either been, well, you're no Weird Al Yankovic, and then dismissed, <laughs> or forced out by, by Weird the, Al's like by big by big Yankovic, <laughs> by, by big Yankovic, by just the 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 you know album he comes out with every three or four years, yeah. and it's you know he has staying power. I I certainly respect what he's done, and I think that he writes well written songs. With other people's music, et cetera, et cetera. However, I don't know how funny he is. I th- I like him. I like him. Do you mean like but, the songs are funny, or do you just mean like the dude himself? I think I think he as a person is is is, is funny, but the songs that he writes is like 
I mean, like when he he came out with uh, the sequel, uh, the the parody to um, Happy. That wasn't a good. And, one. That was not his best work. Not his best. And work. I, I remember. I think I came home. I came home very drunk from from a long night at the bars, and and like either a repeat or I just it wasn't very late. I, I came back and Weird Al was performing on Jimmy Fallon show, and he did this thing where he like went, he sang a song while he went through like the, the yes, backstage yes, area yeah, yeah, yeah. and then ended up and then ended up on the stage yeah. and i remember i remember out loud after he was done i said good for him good for him <laughs> so like i didn't laugh once but i was like you know what good for that him is, that he's, song he's still is making not, that happen that is not one i would hold up as i would say has anything legitimately funny in it however i would say from that same record um Turning royals into various uses of aluminum foil, too clever to not get me to laugh at some points of it. Uh, and, and he does that. He does there's, that thing that. Um, there's no way that's funny. Oh fuck you! Fuck. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sean. I'm not as highbrow as you are. Um, I know that his jokes wouldn't make it on fucking American Dad, but I'm just saying for the for the lesser of us, some people just find cleverness funny. <laughs> I'll I'll have to I'll have to listen to it I'll have to listen to but it. But he, 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 he imports a good trick that you and I learned about, which is essentially the truncated syllogism. Um, yeah, I'm dropping some words on you bitches today. Nice, um, nice. But like that lead that it's it's the same thing Dylan does in. Oh God, I know there's somebody who hates when we do this, but fuck it. <laughs> um, the same thing that he does in Man Gave Name to All the Animals, where you're yeah. kids songs do this too. You you yeah. bring you let the audience feel like they're smart by figuring out the thing that you're talking about before you actually give it to them. And foil is yeah. a good example of that. You're like, oh, the first okay, he's talking about foil, whatever. And then the next verse is a different thing. So by the end, you're like, oh, I'm smart too. We're funny. We're me and me and Al. We're funny dudes. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I'm yeah. gonna tell you, Amish Playhouse uh, is legitimately funny. And if you disagree with that, we'll just fight. We'll fucking fight. About I mean, it. I don't care. I I imagine the first time that I raised that a barn I, on Monday, then I raised a nutter. Come on, dude. <laughs> I imagine I certainly laughed the first time I heard it. Um, but you know, I was how old? I'm sure if I watched the video and listened to it today, I would still probably chuckle. Um, I'm just, I don't yeah, know I'm if the same for goes for. I'm I'm not asking you to guffaw. I'm asking for a fucking titter. Um, I mean, I'll I'll give you a titter to phony calls. Um, I think you know he did a lot of he did a lot of uh, like uh, mashups, like compilations where he in, in one album where he crammed a I think it was called Alternative Polka. Absolutely. Well, there's a polka on every <clears throat> record. Okay, maybe okay. Um, so yeah, he had like Nine Inch Nails closer yeah. was on there. Yeah, so stuff like that. That's you know, it, it's it's entertaining to listen to. Yeah, I don't know how hilarious. It oh is. my god, he's boy. I didn't know you were such the comedy gatekeeper over here. <laughs> Fuck, I know, I, have... I know that they took your precious Louis C.K. away. But how about you let the rest of us enjoy ourselves? <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever been a. Been a candle holder for Louis C.K. Yeah, you've been before holder. or after. He was certainly a candle holder, whether you wanted him to or not. But it is so funny to me. It's so funny to me to hear that one of the biggest stars in comedy asked 
asked if he could take his penis out in in like a professional setting. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, uh, do you mind if I take my? It's it's so funny to me. It's probably funnier than anything Louis C.K. has ever done. Without question, that my friend, we can agree. You cannot imagine how delighted I was when he. I think we did. I think we did an episode of this. I don't need to go down that road. Um, but uh, but like Buffett. But yeah, I don't. There's A1A is literally the only Jimmy Buffett album I think I've studio album I think I've ever listened to. But I had what is it Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Um, this is how young I was in my like you know I'm gonna call it for for the for a broader term just to, so I don't have to keep trying to explain it for white people music in the early stages of my white people music uh, listening, sure. I bought. Uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, not realizing that it was a live album. And it was also, I had it on cassette. I bought this on yeah. cassette. I've done that before with a lot of people because you just, ex- when you're that young and in that time of music. Uh, Sean, I was music, a freshman in college. <laughs> you just you just expect a fucking live album to say like double gonzo Jim, live <laughs> J- jimmy buffett live at the budokan like yeah. shit like that and this motherfucker might have even been officially titled buffett live but i'm again i'm looking at a cassette so the 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 spot on that baby is not big enough for a large font no um, yeah exactly but at any rate i, I buy this thing and I had, I was driving a, like, I don't know, like a fucking 81 Caprice Classic. Um, I had a tape deck. And once a week, I had to drive from the Shoals to Huntsville and back, you know, for college. Leave some ladies for the rest of us, huh? Right, I'm telling you what. And I had, I had uh, probably Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. And I Mm -hmm. had um, Highway 61 and Bringing It All Back Home and this Buffett tape. Mm-hmm. Question about <clears throat> Smashing Pumpkins live and uh, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. How was that arranged on a cassette? Was it like a three cassette Ooh. set? Well, it was. It was two CDs. It, it might have been like four tapes. <laughs> I it, it has to be. I think it was four tapes. Because it's at least twenty songs. It might be twenty eight. Yeah, songs. it was four tapes. Yeah. <laughs> God, what a disaster! I don't know, dude. I loved it, it but but I, and I'll say this as sort of a an overarching thing: like I am so glad that I was young enough to to catch that because it's too easy now. It's too easy to listen to music now. I, you know, you had to really yeah. you had yeah. to really fucking hate a song to skip it when you had a cassette. <laughs> yep. Like for me, it was uh, Oingo Boingo on uh, the Ghostbusters Two soundtrack. It's like fuck, man. I had to really not want to hear that. Um, God, is it horny all night long on the South Park <laughs> Chef Aid tape? I had to really there not to hear that to get past to, to. So yeah, but it. But because I had it on cassette and because I was a captive audience, I didn't even have a. There was no radio. There's no iPod. There's no podcast. It was just whatever I could get on these tapes. You know, I'd listen to that thing at least twice a week, all from start to finish, yeah. baby, but from pillar to post. <laughs> it would get it get me from the dorm room to home, and I was. That's the first time I ever heard the song "Southern Cross," not knowing that it was not a Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah, I had yeah. no clue. Like this, fuck. I was like, this goddamn Buffett has got his finger on the <laughs> brown eyed girl. 
I think might be somebody else's song, but I can't tell you that for sure. This fucker right here is churning them out. <laughs> Ten Cup Chalice, I, come on, man! <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've, I think he definitely deserves less of novelty status than he gets, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think he's, he's easily dismissed and uh, kind of relegated to, you know, the, the ha-ha bin of history yeah. when he's, he's actually, like, put together. And that actually, I think what I, I really appreciate him still touring, like, obviously, he's making a lot of money. Lord knows the, the people, like, his band is making a lot of money, whatever his band looks like nowadays. The Coral Reefers? <laughs> the Coral Reefers, which is actually the name of his uh, uh, legal uh, marijuana line that he's producing. What a genius. Coral Reef. Um, so he, uh, but, you know, just the fact that, you know, any band is going to be playing the same, the same fucking songs over and over again. If, if Oasis was still a band, they'd still be playing Absolutely. Wonderwall every single night. And they would probably hate it even more than they did 10, 20 years ago. But... Jimmy Buffett, the fact that, like, he has, you know, the quote-unquote big eight and that, you know, there are these, like, par- aging parrot heads mm-hmm. that go to every single show and they just want to hear Cheeseburger in Paradise. They just want to hear Absolutely. Margaritaville. The fact that he gives the people what they want, I think, is admirable at some level. And I think it's, uh, I don't know, I think it's cool that he's still doing that. And, you know, Muscle Sh- the shows his own Mac McAnally has always been a coral reefer. So that's always going to score some points with me. Oh, yeah. Also a dope-ass name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I heard Lovely Cruise for the first time the other day, and I was like, son of a bitch, this, he's, got, he's got these little hidden treasures that I still have never gotten into, just lying around waiting to be discovered. Um, it's it's kind of like that line in, I, I, in a poem that I don't think we've done yet of mine <laughs> that includes the line, four-leaf clovers just waiting to be found. Oh. Now, Can you imagine when we get back to that? Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be. We're going to be fresh. We're going to be champing at the bit. It's going to be great. <coughs> now, to to say all that, I'll say all that to say this: anything after five o'clock somewhere, I'm going to look at with a turned up eyebrow. You're, you you yes. you got to prove it to me on that one, James. Um, I mean, even even five o'clock somewhere to me. Well, I, I'm saying up to and including five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's problematic. That that was when I think you let the. the that is when you open up the doors to the parrot to the parrothood and you let in some undesirables. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. You you, you brought him in because like that that scene that he's captured, like fucking nautical wheelers, is a song on A One A that does more to mm-hmm. explain the average Buffett fan, you know, from from the beginning until like the explosion, where it is sort of just it's the kind of motherfuckers that move to Key West, um, yeah, which are ultimately weirdos, but. Really cool as shit. Like, they're the kind of people yeah. that you wish you were friends with, but you know you're just not quite cool enough to be friends with. Because <laughs> they'll never go to work. <laughs> they're just <laughs> never... They're never going to have any kind of job that you can relate to. Uh-uh. Not a one. They're, they're just going to be... They're just going to be flying to Saint somewhere. <laughs> oh, shit, what a good... Living and dying in three-quarters time is so good. Fucking, mm-hmm. um, I mean... Like the tags in Alabama say "Stars Fell on Alabama," yeah. And I know that's not a, I know that's not his song, but he's the only one I've ever heard do it. I don't know whose song it is, but I know it from. Him. I think it's Billie Holiday. Yeah, get her out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but what's weird? What is very strange about like 
like you said, the novelty sort of stamp that is put on him. Yeah. And I'm going to say something controversial here. Oh, God. But it's no different than <laughs> any reggae. Yeah. I know that... I don't, I don't disagree. I know that the... I know that the undertones of reggae are, you know, very... <laughs> like, there's a lot of rebellion and cultural oppression, and all that stuff is in any... any uh, you... It's down there. But motherfuckers... You are... Pro- go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go, 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 go. go, go, you, go. Are, you, are, you are pronouncing r- reggae like if Zach Gal- Gal- Galifianakis was here <laughs> and decided to say the word reggae. I don't... <laughs> You snatch up that wonderful gravy. That sweet reggae. <laughs> Sorry, I, I need to stop interrupting you when you're in the middle of something that's not retarded. Which is rare. I'm usually in the middle of something oh, that is God. the other R word. <laughs> we missed you big time. We missed you big time on Throw the Flag this week. Um, but yeah, so like, but all that stuff is under there. But the people who are who are on the beach drinking out of a fucking pineapple aren't worried about what Peter Tosh was going through. <laughs> They're not. They're not. And it's the same kind of deal. But nobody would say that about any of them. I mean, it's fucking the Bob Marley is a saint, but most people don't it's know It's the same people who think, yeah, it's the same people who think no woman, no cry means if you don't have a woman, then you're not going Absolutely. to cry. Absolutely. Which is what I thought the song was about when I first heard it in high school. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, fucking take it, it Bob. Out, man. No woman, no cry. They don't understand what fucking, uh, what Buffalo Soldier even is. Like there's no, they have no, <laughs> no frame God of God knows I don't. I mean, like, and <clears throat> Buffett, it would be so there's and there's a lot of artists that if if you just heard sort of that big eight like he said you would you could think that if if you had only heard a few like goofy John Prine songs you'd think oh look at this goofy bastard and then you you hear the good shit and like oh oh, oh yeah oh, yeah I mean like if you heard <coughs> let's talk dirty in Hawaiian you'd think this guy was a real goofy Warren Zevon another guy that n- not painted with the with the sort of gimmicky brush that that. Buffett is, but like most yeah. people hear fucking Werewolves of London and think that's J- that, that's Warren mm-hmm. Zevon. Um, yeah. And you never go any deeper than that. Um, um the, uh, <clears throat> what was the John Prine song? The goofy John Prine song that we were listening to in your car? <laughs> it wasn't the last time I saw it. Uh, Egg and Daughter Night in Lincoln, Nebraska, 1962. Okay. It's the full okay. whole title. If you like your apple sweet. And you That's what it is. You'll be in but your bed I, by nine every night. I remember... Um, 67. Speaking of... 1967. Speaking of like people not knowing what Buffalo Soldier is about and stuff like that, I remember one time I was talking to this uh, Irish girl at a, at a bar... In Huntsville, Alabama. Ah, I like you too. That's the band for me. Wait, is she here? <laughs> is is Siobhan here? Um, no, she. But I remember, I like, I put on some U two songs on the jukebox just to score some points. Even though if I was, if I were from Ireland, I would probably hate you too, just as much as I do now. No, I think they love but, it. I think they are still down with those boys. Please go ahead. But one of the songs was Sunday, Sunday, bloody Sunday. And she was like, you know, no one really knows what this song's about. And I was like, well, it's, you know, condemnation of violence, like in Northern Ireland and, you know, 
condemnation of the glorification of violence and stuff like that and you know specifically and and i just went on for about like 20 30 seconds not you know just enough to kind of like say well i i think i know what it's about yeah. and she's like yeah but it's it's about so much more than that and i'm like okay do you <laughs> I didn't know you were Larry Mullen's daughter. Okay, why don't why don't you fucking like? Are you the edge? Are you the edge? <laughs> Please just tell God. me. Yeah, man, I don't like you two just at all. Like, there's no. Oh, me either. Me either. No, except for the sweetest thing, which is a song most U two fans are, despise. Are you? Are you you're, you're being serious. I fucking love the sweetest thing. I am a thousand percent. I'm sincere here to tell you, Sean that. Majors. 100% of the time when YouTube comes on the radio, I literally say, mm-hmm. not on my watch, and I change <laughs> unless it is, oh, oh the sweetest thing. Baby it's such a good song. Ass. What is that Adam Sandler movie that that's in? Oh, God. So is it Big Daddy or Daddy's Got Back oh. or Give Me That Remote, You Kids? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Deeds. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. It's Mr. Deeds. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, Daddy's got back. Oh, shit. Oh, this is the most crunk I've ever been at 1.04 p.m. <laughs> oh, no. Mic. Oh, I, oh, I got to back away. I got to back away from this mic. Woo. Oh, well, yeah, Daddy's like, back. So, you know, we give me about- that. No, you're, you're not getting away from oh, this. Oh, no, no. I'm, give, I'm me that- <laughs> give, give me that remote, you crazy kids. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, that got me. Um, we talked okay. about Buffett. We did it. We actually, we literally did it on this podcast where we heard a thing and we had to immediately go Google it. Uh, <laughs> is that something you do on a regular basis? Googling stuff? Not stuff, you cocksucker! Um, like you hear some shit in a song <laughs> and it just drives you crazy, and you have to go. You have to go do a search. Oh yeah. Write. Oh oh, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's mo- it's mainly like I'll have to Google lyrics to find like what a song was, um, but I'll also you know if you forget what like Boston Blackie is or something. Yeah, like that. as I do often. And that fucking that that John Bryan <coughs> song we're talking about, Egg and Daughter Night. I was like, what the fuck? What? What? What the fuck is that? And apparently it was just you know some small tradition of you know farmers would bring the eggs. Um, this is so weird, man. America's weird, dude. Well, everybody's weird. It's not just <laughs> us, but everybody's weird. But it's, it seems weirder when it's us because we, we don't think of ourselves in these terms. But the song is called Egg and Daughter Night, comma, Lincoln, Nebraska, comma, 1967, from John Prine's latest record. Um, but it is essentially a night where the farmers would bring their various produce and chicken eggs to town to sell at market. And they would also bring their uh, teenage daughters, you know, essentially like their debutante coming out, to town as well. And suitors would come to the skating ring and suit these daughters. I'm like, what a weird fucking thing, given that it's eggs. It's the egg. You're just bringing all the eggs to town. And it... <laughs> I get it. I get that. Um, yeah, it is weird. It's almost as if uh, we as a nation have a uh, long, dark history of treating women like uh, commodities. Hmm. There's a... Well, I didn't mean to get into that. <laughs> More like hashtag you two on this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
That's good. But That's yeah, good stuff. I fucking dig Jimmy Buffett, man, and I don't apologize for it. No, I mean, you know what? I won't either. From here on out, I will. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm not gonna put like. I'm not gonna take a gal out on a first date and pop on Margaritaville. But like, I'm gonna play. Let's get drunk and screw. <laughs> and there it is. I think that we did a great job today, Matt, to stay on topic for did. just over 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> anything else? I mean, I can go on forever, but I don't think that I'm gonna break any new ground. Mm. Uh, well, this has been episode, I think, 52 of Cold Dog Soup. We are still Creoleless. We're going to find him one of these days. He's, he keeps popping up talking about football on our other show on the Throw the Flag Network, which you can uh, find simply by searching Throw the Flag in your uh, little podcast app or wherever you listen to shows. Um, if you'd like to support us in a more personal way, you can do so at patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash T-T-F. To support us even more for free, you can uh, rate or review this show on iTunes. And that's it. That's it. That was quick, right, Hankins? That was good. I think it was a good hot... We did a hot, tight 30. Uh, Tune in next week where I'm just going to scroll down my Spotify friends list and make fun of people for what they're listening to. Ooh, that's a good (laughs) idea. That's a good idea. I, I hope Depending I'm not on prep there. Time, that, that, thing, that seems like a thing I would like to explore one of these, I suppose. So I, I don't think I ever confirmed. Can you see what I listen to on Spotify? Um, I don't think you're public, so I can't Thank follow God. You. Thank God. Thank God. But if you were, oh. Oh, man. There's, oh, the beating you'd be taking. There's a, there was a time where I just listened to a lot of Melanie Martinez. Is that a wrestler? <laughs> Cold dog soup. <laughs>